ask you this actually right uh like do you think do you think we are wired to actually think about the end to think about death um no No, because thinking about it makes it more real and making it more real brings a sense of uh urgency to everything you do and that brings on more responsibility and that brings on more burden so which brings on more pain which brings on more stress. So even though even though uh, it's baked in our DNA to preserve life and to survive, which is kind of like escape death as long as you can. So yeah, man. So it's like even though it's baked in our DNA, right? To to try to escape death as long as we can, uh, reproducing and just taking taking uh, not not taking risks that can is easily amplify our exposure uh, to death. Like mentally speaking, then we right. we don't think about it. Even though we have that embedded in us, yeah, because there's no like, utility. I'm like, actually, that's not true. Not like there's no utility. What did you say? Never mind. Go on. Okay, cool. So yeah, so, so I'm like, I don't see like it's any anytime death is brought up around people, uh, uh, in this space, right? It's always, it's always in. Don't talk too much about it, so that you won't kind of. Like, there is this mojo to it. Like the more you talk about it, the more you kind of invite it. Even you, a few episodes ago. Even if you, I think the last episode or two episodes ago or so, like you, you kept, you were kind of like worried, like, yo, you keep bringing up suicide and like death. Because, like, yo, like, is everything right, cool? Right, and right. that made you kind of like, yeah, yo, what's going on? And you, you can tell that that speaks to the fact that the conditioning is there as well. You're also conditioned to view talking about death or anything that leads or implies someone dying. Do you get to so, like, are you kind of like inviting, right. like, it's like an energy thing? Do you get? And, I, and I'm thinking to myself that like, like, why does it feel that way? Like, why do we feel that way to, to like interpret? And is that even true? Yeah, is it? Is it not? Cause like, but we do act that way though. Like, yo, don't talk about it, so you won't kind of invite it. Do you get? But it's like if if, but if you say that like, well, you can avoid death to a certain point, which is ex- limit your exposure to activities that can, you know, can rapidly lead to death. Did you get? So why do we not think talking about it kind of exposes us more to it than we are already exposed to it? Do you get what I'm saying? It's like okay, yeah, yeah. So again, it's it's the it's it's baked into the the mojo of you know there's power in your voice and there's power in speaking and um, the things you say matter. You know, it matters. It, like it it determines the type of energy around you, the kind the type of energy you propagate. You know, you know there are people like that believe in all this like waves and frequencies mm. and all this okay. uh, mojo energy. stuff, right? And so that's what, yeah, energy, right? And so that's what I think that conditioning comes from. It's like, well, uh, we're trying to avoid death. So why would you speak about death? Why are you trying to bring uh, death energy <clears throat> here, right, around us? Like, we don't want that, right? And so I think that's where the conditioning comes from, right? And it's like, okay, like, wh- if you really want to dig into it, like, what really is the power of words? Mm. Like, you know, and I mean, I think there is proof to that. There is... There is some credence to saying that you know there is power in your in your voice and what you manifest, or what you say is what you manifest and all that stuff, right? But I think a lot of that has to do with just conditioning yourself, right? So what you tell yourself, or what you talk about a lot, is what your mind thinks about a lot, and so um, which is kind of proving, which is kind of uh, actually that's a counterpoint to to what I'm saying because. <laughs> That that implies that okay. there is a reason to feel to be conditioned, right? Like that's where the conditioning comes from. It's like, well, if you keep talking about death, then you're gonna start ruminating a lot about death, and your brain is going to absorb that, and then I guess look look towards things that might cause death more than it usually does. So something like but that. then like. Um, <laughs> Even you saying it out loud, you can feel how it doesn't feel like it, it makes a lot of sense, right? So it's like, okay, like me trying to understand because because I think I think talking about death for me, right? It's it's more so from the angle of 
like okay i'm trying to understand the dynamic of this and like wh- why is it if it's something that is inevitable right it's just inevitable so it's like right. why do we fear even just talking about it like okay it's going to bring the energy and like which energy exactly does it bring because you, now you're saying you're saying the more you talk about it, it registers in your brain and 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 uh, maybe uh maybe you start considering that applying to yourself and all that. And I'm like, it, it's... So not considering, but the whatever circuit is designed to uh, prevent you from making decisions that will lead you towards death, I think that gets weakened because you fear death less. Okay, so you okay, do, okay. You do things that might cause death more because you fear death less. So I think that's where that comes okay. in. Okay. So that's genesis. Like, that is really what yeah. it is. Then. So it's like the more you talk about yeah. it, the more the more understanding you have, the less you fear it, and the less you fear it, you yes. kind of like are more exposed to it now. The more likely you are to do things that expose you to it. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Okay. And again, like hmm. right because yeah, the, because if you want to if you want to go bungee jumping, right? right? Okay. That's a very scary Oof, thing to do. Yeah. You'll probably, you'll probably think about what if I die, right? You probably, for you to be comfortable bungee jumping, you have to be comfortable dying. That's crazy. Right? You have to be okay with dying, right? And you can't be okay with dying without thinking about death, right? So, yeah, that's just, I think, that, I think that's why people don't like to talk about it because subconsciously, that's what happens. You know, you fear it less until you do more risky things which makes you more exposed to death. Um, but also there's just like superstitious voodoo. And again, that's stuff, part of the like conditioning too, right? Because there's a lot of conditioning that has to do with death, like really. And again, that's one of the things I was thinking of exploring as well. Is like, so beyond just, beyond just, uh, because is we having this conversation right now because we are basically talking about death in, in, in a certain way. Is we trying to explore at its base, like at, at, at the base of this, like why do we yeah where, yeah, does, where, the where, where does this come from yeah. and we've been able to resolve that okay probably this is why they started conditioning us this way it's like mm, the more yes. the, the less you talk about it well the more you fear it and the more you fear it you kind of limit your uh your exposure to to it but then like yeah. like okay so that, that, i guess my own question would be that so is there any value to visualizing death like because mm-hmm. you keep saying okay why do we fear death and okay uh, because we don't want to visualize it, we don't want to think about it. But is there any value? Like, what, what is the value to, to talking, talking about, about it and thinking about yeah. it as well? Uh, right. Well, so we can see does does the conditioning outweigh, does the value in the conditioning does it outweigh that value? Yeah. Okay. Cool. You mentioned earlier. Uh, you mentioned earlier that uh, that um, that well thinking about uh, thinking about the end, like like as regards um, death will bring about some urgency and you, you feel the need to like do more right. and it, it pushes you to take more yes. actions than you wouldn't and it just makes life feel a bit more precious it's like well right. if, if there's an end to this and you're more awake yeah yeah those more yeah i think that's the word yeah more awake yeah really more awake yeah so more alive so that's another so yeah to, and yeah and a bit of a bit of like like the fragility of life like it, it kind of crystallizes in the mind so so the more you visualize this like the fragility of life crystallizes in the mind because we do live life like this will continue forever you get there are times we get so lost in it that like the idea of the fact that this will end you get doesn't even enter our mind because we are so lost in the moment yeah. and we are just we're having a blast basically generally when people are having a blast that's when they get lost in life and the fragility of life itself you get doesn't 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 even seep into our mind at that point but then visualizing visualizing death kind of you know it crystallizes that mentally for us like oh this is very fragile and you have no control over it and i think and i think even if you don't even if even if you try not to visualize death right when mm-hmm. when people are around you when they die you get when people you care about you know when they pass on you get like it's it kind of triggers it triggers the thinking you know what I'm trying to say and 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 again that, that in itself would kind of crystallize the fragility of life as well you get so so one of the benefits one of, yeah 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 for a while then you get lost again in the uh yeah, yeah in the activities of life or whatever so but then we can we can say we can say one of the benefits of thinking about death right is is the fragility of life crystallizes in the mind you get and dying itself will probably 
make you more you said more awake you get so you would uh, you, you naturally you naturally take uh, take things with more seriousness more action yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. so you do more you would do more you do more than you usually do and again there will be a bit of gratitude and again that's the thing i always find funny if you watch all those <laughs> if you watch all those movies where they depict someone that is close to dying do you get boy the person is not bedridden like the person is not in the hospital or whatever but it's close to dying what do you, what, what do they usually do once they realize that oh, they're going to die this also time they start becoming nice and start doing charity yeah <laughs> Do you get? Yeah. And I'm like, so what? Why is it that once the idea of oh life is life <laughs> is so fragile weird, and we are going to die, we just become nicer? <laughs> Do you get? And right. even though it's been fragile the, the whole, whole time. time, it has been right. But then it's like, so and 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 that's what something to think about, right? It's like it's like oh something triggers then that makes you feel like the way to really live life is to be nice to people and help people. <laughs> Cause that's what we seem to always go towards once we realize once we realize oh this is fragile like life is actually fragile right because then okay yeah so like you can't hold on to anything right mm. um and so you just like want to give give it all out because you're like okay what am i going to do with it once i'm gone which is like so weird man like it, there's so much value in having that perspective all the time yeah you know? Like, there's so much value in having that. Like, imagine if you visualized death every day. Like, and not, not like, hmm. not like abstractly like we're doing now. Because right now we're having an abstract conversation. Yeah, we're not, and we, I mean, I'm very careful about, about making sure that it keeps being abstract. Because it's not. <laughs> I understand. It's not something I understand. that I'm very comfortable yeah. visualizing yeah, myself. I right? understand. But to, to circle back to my point, like, imagine visualizing death every day, right? And really visualizing, like really thinking about what it would feel like to lose, to die. Or I guess if you can't visualize that, what it would feel like to lose someone, right? Like what it would feel like to lose your mom. Like, uh, it's a very uncomfortable, even, yeah, it, it's very, very uncomfortable. Even, I can't even touch yeah, that. Yeah, I understand. Like I can't even it touch that. It's so I not, I get it. It's so not, uh, comfortable at all and i guess that's why we suppress it but but there is there's definitely value to it you just you want to achieve more you want to do more you know you want to you want to extract more out of yourself you want to pull your weight um it's just obvious man like the the end point and i think um part i guess part of what we need to um really understand Right to convince ourselves to actually do it is to think about, you know, the conditioning like like we've discussed. Like, what exactly is it about talking about death that that, like, why shouldn't we talk about death? You know, and you know once you once you kind of get a sense of like okay, well it's like you're more likely to do, like like it's the same shit. Like you take more okay, action, right? Yeah. So if you if you take more action, like obviously your chances of actually, you know like dying or just like you just you take more risk you do more stuff so you it's more likely that you die than when you don't do stuff when you just sit there and not do very much right so it's all it's all intermingled and um i think that's part of what growing up is that's probably why they say like you know when you become you only become a man when your father dies because when that happens then you really think about like okay like like yes yeah, now because that was yeah, the guy that our dads are superheroes yeah. like and to us now that yeah, guy is yeah. gone right so it's like it crystallizes it, it makes you realize that okay like life is not forever like and all these people that i've been looking up to like my parents you know one just passed away you know so it's like okay now you have to grow up and actually start pulling your weight which is what i guess they mean by being a man it's like you're pulling your weight you're you're um living up to potential um, okay. And so, That's an like, there is. Okay, go, go on, go on, just go on. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's the way I think about it. Um, but yeah, so like, I think there's a lot of value in it. But again, it's like, it's like, um, again, we don't think about it. But and there's something else. There's something that now confuses me, which is, we don't think about death, but we think that there are things we can do, to. Uh, prevent death 
right? Okay. So we think if we're a good person, so for example, like if you just if you just if you're a good person, you don't harm anyone, um, you don't wish anyone death. Okay. Then then that just automatically translates to you living longer. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Or like it's like oh well if I don't wish death upon anyone, um, death cannot be wished upon me, you know something like that, and it's like. Why do we think... And so I guess that's why we're so shocked when, like... When good like people... Awesome yeah, people yeah, 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 yeah. I get it, I get it. Right? Because you're like, oh, like, this guy, like... You know, that's why we're so... Because we, we, I guess, subconsciously think that being a good person somehow has to do with uh, living longer. And it's like, uh, not really. Like, you can die anytime, whether you're a good person or a bad person. Right? And there are a lot of people that grew that live that grow old and they're really terrible people <laughs> yeah right? so so it's like obviously like i mean that by there might be some correlation but there's that's not it's not causality we right? don't talk Just about it if we say exactly we don't that talk stuff, about right? it so like nobody can nobody questions it to the point where they cannot have a conclusion on it like you like you yeah. doing good doesn't guarantee anything because you really have no control over this. The only thing you have control over right. is just kind of limiting your exposure to it, so you don't invite it directly by standing in front of a train and the train hits you or standing in front of a right. hand. So right. if you don't do manic like shit like that, it's like the rest is just happenstance and whenever it comes, right? So, but then we don't even talk about it because it's like why do we feel that way? Because people do feel that way actually. That ah, I was such a good person or she was just a you get like ah, why would she just die like that too yeah. young too can she does exactly why would she do that's <laughs> that's how i felt about like um uh, uh bozeman even bozeman okay. uh kobe like i was just like this guy you know like with his family i mean i don't even know him right this is like this is my perception of kobe right right i don't actually know the guy but my perception of him is like this legend basketball legend like um, a legend in the black community and this guy is just a great guy yeah. has a family um, you know has kids like it looks like it seems like a good dad you know it looks seems like a good husband like just good yeah. guy great Very guy great role model it's like, too yeah right yeah role model exactly role model someone you can right and you, you're like oh like and this guy just dies this way hmm. like and it's like that's not right that's not fair you know, and it's like uh, that's not fair, really. Like, what's not fair about it? Because he was a great guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's like you know, it's like it's it's, and that's why it shocks us, right? That's that's the shock effect. It's like you don't want the good people to go, and so and reason I guess I don't know. It's even evident in the reverse. Think about this in the reverse as well. When someone is bad, Julia. When someone is 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 bad. Yeah, we hope we hope they yeah like I, I hope you die. <laughs> but one of the they used to crush the person is like, ah, you, you won't you won't live long. Yeah, you won't live long. That's a that's a that's a Yeah, that that's the thing people do. So like, and again when someone is a good person and the person's super nice, one of the prayers they give such a person is what? You will what? You will live long. Right, right. So and and it's like why why do we even subscribe to that model? Why do you have to uh yeah the, it's just uh i don't know and maybe we're just ignorant man maybe we because it's not like our face then we're in the majority uh, if we're ignorant then most of the people i know are ignorant as well for me because like well like someone should talk about this thing so that we can stop being ignorant right so, yeah so we stop being ignorant yeah because that's what conversation does yeah it kind of like it starts exposing exposing more more of what is underlining you get in the idea so it's like we right. start exposing it's like okay so it's, this is true this is not true this is true because there, there are a lot of illusions in this one of the illusions we just mentioned is if you're a good person you get it's like you're buying you're buying goodwill from debts like debts will you're buying yeah, time yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're buying more time and if you're a bad person then you are you are kind of like inviting it to come like to come as fast as possible and Reality right. has shown us that well, it doesn't work like that. Even though we still act like that's right. how it actually works, Jige. And and mm. again, like like I even want. And we even we even see it manifest in the stories, like even the movies, mm. like right. It's like if you want to do a war, which is like blood oh, money, yeah. like you you pay you you get money, but you lose um some time in your life, 
and so maybe you you live till forty instead yeah. of fifty because because sacrifice you bought yeah, good fortune. That that right? time and it's like for money. is is there a correlation between the time you actually have and um like you know your good fortune or just you know being good in the world i think that is beyond uh, us because anything that has to do with voodoo i don't understand voodoo so yeah but that's that's a real thing too because that does happen you can finish it i i i i'll keep imagining like maybe someone that does actually do voodoo is listening to this and is like eh, eh, my country voodoo my <laughs> ガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガーガ
because yes, because yes. you can't start and think to yourself that well, this is effective in terms of me being productive and me being more active. And it's being also awake. not not. I don't like. It's an emotional state, right? And so I don't think you can just sit down. Also, that's that's an, this is another thing. It's like I don't think you can just sit down and just bring yourself to that mind state. You know, that's why mm. like when events happen, okay, yeah, that okay, mind okay. state gets okay, triggered. Okay. Right. And so something I was thinking was like, you know, there are a lot of movies. There are movies that make you think about death. Right? Sure, there are movies sure. like the, sto- the, the narrative, the, the narrative of the story is so touching and so moving that it puts you in that mind state. Right. Mm. And f- I guess for the next couple of hours, you're kind of in this state of great of, I guess, being grateful and just appreciating everything and just being a better person. Right. Yeah. And. <laughs> And I think that's more effective. I guess that's more effective than just saying visualize it because it's like, how do you actually visualize it? Do you just sit down and think? It's like no, it's not. You you kind of have to find this. You have to find things that remind you of how precious of death, life is. Or, or yeah, of, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, I understand. So right. an external so, yeah. an external trigger. So it's like this will ex- this will trigger me if I watch this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right. Though, cause. Because setting up triggers and, and yeah, that's the way to visualize it. It's not. I don't think you, you can just yeah, internally generate I'm, that. I'm, I'm and I'm consistent with it too. By the way, so it's like even yeah. if you're able to pull it off, you know, two days in a row, it's like how consistent can you be uh, with crystallizing that mentally every single time? So yeah, having the triggers in right. place, do you get? Yeah, because because like you said, the outcome of that, do you get? Is is a positive outcome? Do you get? You are more, you are more aware. You are more awake. You are, you, are, you are more grateful and you are kind you are just you, you, you just be kinder like to people and with what we've seen you get that seems to be the effect of, of crystallizing it like mentally but then it's not spoken of you get so so then people yeah. don't get to even be aware that well that was that's the thing even though the movies portray it and stuff you no know, people don't consciously think about it like this is actually mm-hmm. a, can be a good thing you get if it's uh, yeah. so let me ask you this so let me ask you okay. this, because um, I guess part of the triggers is thinking about um, people you've lost in the past and how you felt about losing them. Okay. Right? Like that, that's a fantastic trigger. True. Um, so let me ask you, like, are, are there um, people that you've lost that, so not people that you know, actually, that's because, I mean, we, we both know someone yeah. that we both yeah. lost, so... Um, I mean, you can speak on that if you want to as well, but I'm also speaking to people that, that like, their death shocked you. Okay. Or just, like, uh, I guess, so put you in that okay. state. I'll mention two, uh, um, two instances, right? Um, the first the first right. was, uh, I, I, like you said, with the Kobe stuff, like, uh, for me, it was Nipsey, like, like, it was Nipsey Hustle, right? And... And like this is someone I I never met. I I don't know him as a as a person like one on one. All I knew about him was what I saw on the internet, right? The music, and right. the interviews and the conversations. Okay, and and I, I like it resonated with me so much that hearing about his death. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like what resonated with you? His story, like his ideologies or his story combined with how he thinks. Those were the two key things for me with him. His story, when I say his story, how he grew up, in that kind of environment, the things he went through, and how long it took him. Yo, this this guy started making music, started dropping music in 2009, 2009, 2008 or so. That was when he came from jail. And it was on a freshman cover right. with J. Cole, with the likes of J. Cole, Big Sean and all that, and with Khalifa, right? right, right and right. and I didn't hear about this guy. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, he wasn't mainstream. He didn't, he didn't blow, so to speak, right? You get? Till, right. till around 2017, 2018. You get? And I'm like, his other counterparts, right? The Wiz Khalifas, they were, uh, the, you get? They're already, you know, big names, you get? In the industry, right? And... And at the point where I now go hip to him, right? Like just just hearing him speak, you get there is no there is no bitterness of I've uh, been in the industry for so long and now nah, as it was more so I'm just starting, you get and 
And again, to now see, to now see how, mm. as it interesting, as to see how when he now dropped his album, like how the album performed, and even the music itself, right? To, to now see the acclaim he now right. got from that, I'm like, I like, I like this guy's story, because he has been in the industry for a long time, get? But you know, he didn't, as in, he didn't rise to the level of being mainstream, right? So, and, but then he kept, he kept going. And and again, and, and that was not obvious from like the, the story made sense now. Looking at his, his ideology, like the mentality stuff, like how he thinks, which is the marathon over sprint mentality. Because like this is a this is a long term race. So it just kept like resonating with me on so many levels. You get his story and his ideology. Right. And I think the point where I got hip to him, you get was the point where me personally in my own life, right? I was. I was in a position where where I was trying to develop my own mentality for life. You can try to say so. I was I was at a face like 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 where where I would say I would say my story was feeling a bit similar. I could relate to his own story as well, or feeling a bit uh, as a bit behind. Because because that was what I was thinking to myself when I when I saw the freshman cover mm. of who he was with. It was with them J Cole and Big Sean and Whisker. I'm like these guys are big artists, and I'm like, won't he? Wouldn't he be feeling a bit behind? You can say like his so-called peers. You get? Mm, I see. And that was the position. That was the point I was at. You get thinking to myself that I might behind my peers. You get or or and and that was the point when I got hip to him. To now see how he now like bloom. You get like from there like enough analysis he gets into respect and their claim like he has deserved for so long. Because if you're not going to his back catalog. Like this guy has been making good music since. Since. <laughs> okay. He has been making good music <laughs> since. But for some reason, uh, but then now it has finally connected. And and again, that was why it just it resonated with me so much, right? And I was listening, I was trying listening to his mixtapes every single day when I was going for classes and when I was going to read. Uh, when I was doing my accounting exam. So so yeah, so so like as all those things kind of like crystallized his person in my mind even though i never met him do you get what i'm trying to say okay. so so yeah okay so so upon i hearing like 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 his passing do you get it immediately triggered as a trigger that, that this guy is too important do you get to pass at this point like right. me feeling like is... there's so much more for me to learn Right, because that's right. the thing. So much yeah. to learn. So much. He still has so much to. Yeah, I feel like he still has so much to offer, and I still so much to learn from this guy. And now he's gone. Right, but I also now that I'm thinking about it, I think his death actually was like a, it was like a counterpunch to his ideology, right? Mm. Because mm. which you you've adopted robustly, right? right? It's like, oh, it's mar- marathon of a sprint. Yeah. And death comes, and death is like, nope, <laughs> right? And just cuts it short, right? So it's like, but it's like, oh, like th- that's a direct attack at that ideology itself. It's like, it's you know, based on how you're looking at it. So, and I will break that down for you, Jige. See, okay. See, it's like, uh, like I said, I think I told you before. Be careful what you wish for. Hmm? Be careful what you wish for, because because if if in his idea, if, if in his mind, if it was marathon. It was marathon over sprint. What does that even imply? What does marathon over sprint imply? Meaning long-term success, right? The acclaim, right. the legacy to inspire, right? So that's really what right. he was going for. So and, and the marathon mentality mm-hmm. keyed into it because even if right now people are not tuned in, even if right now on the scale in which you want to inspire, on the scale in which you want to you want to impact the culture, you don't have that right now, then just keep going, no? Just keep going. So you're not a failure yet. Keep going to get to that point. And like you said, the, the time he died, you get, he dropped, he dropped his first, he has only been dropping mixtapes, you get, he dropped his first album, you get, that year, that album was deemed, was deemed the best rap album of the year. And even me personally, that was my favorite album that year. If you remember, I actually sent it to you, like, you should check it out, that, that this is my best album for, uh, for 2018, right? So, so then the, the acclaim came, he got a Grammy nomination as yeah, well. But- then all that happened that within all that came space. after his death, right? That no, it didn't. And it didn't. That's what I'm trying to correlate. About... So, um, so here's what I'm saying, right? It didn't. It, it it got amplified. It got amplified after his death for sure, as anything does when people usually pass. 
people of that kind of uh, ilk. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So, so, but I'm saying because me, I was paying attention. I was paying attention to his every move. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So, why yeah. you why are you actually listening to his music and stuff before he passed? Or it was after he passed that you got hip to him? I was never hip to him. I'm still not hip okay, to cool. him. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. So, so me, I will tell I will tell you as in first hand. Like I, I mean I I I follow his ideologies, but I don't I don't actually listen I to understand. his music. I understand. But I I kind of understand what he what he stands for. Okay, that. cool. So, so I'm saying from from the, an outsider would say where it was when we when he died that we heard about him. Do you get what I'm trying to say? But then you yes. you are not exactly like like outsiders. I would say that he's, he's not exactly the type of. Um, uh, I would even say I would even say people he was yeah, targeting. I would even say that because I can't speak for him, but I would say this right before before he passed on dropping that album in twenty eighteen, the year he had afterwards, you get all these all these idols because I was following interviews and stuff, you get as all the people he looked up to, you get they all started acclaim, acclaiming him, I started giving him give me um a legendary position, started putting him in that kind of ilk, you get, and that is what he has always wanted that kind of impact. You get, and again in his community, in his community in LA, you get. It wasn't when he died that LA be LA said no. In his community, you get because he was not becoming more acclaimed and more successful, the Grammy nomination and all that. You get. It kind of amplified his presence. You get, and a lot of things he was doing on the ground, like he was, as he was about to start a STEM a STEM center in LA. Like there, there are a lot of stuff that he was. Right, but but exactly, but you actually, I mean, you're speaking to the point i was making like okay. death coming at the time where everything started to look good every everything started to make sense come together you know, yeah. people started hearing about him you started becoming a lot more visible and a lot more successful that's when death came right and you you, you i mean you have to admit that that just like that just like strikes a blow at that ideology of 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 marathon over sprint because it's like you're about to reap the fruit of 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 your labors, right? Okay. Right? And you know, you like like you said, you even had a lot more to offer. So Except it's like, that way. And that's the whole point of marathon, right? It's like you're 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 not if you want to go for a marathon, you don't run at full full speed. Yeah, starting out know, first the first course, mile, yeah. right? You pace yourself. You pace yourself. You pace yourself. You pace yourself. Why? Because it's marathon over sprint, right? But then you're pacing yourself, pacing yourself, pacing yourself, and someone just comes, something just comes in the middle of it and just ends the race. You know? Oh, okay. That's I think that's I already get, I already get, I already get what the disparity is, right? Oh, you're very right, actually, Jigga. So, so yeah, he wasn't alive to, you know, continue the journey and witness, you know, witness his impacts, right? But then that's why I said, right. I be careful what you wish for. Because if what you really, what you really wished for was the impact, whether you are you are here to see it, whether you are not here to see it, maybe that is not on us. And even that is even something for us to think about. It's like, well, okay, you, you wanna have an impact, you wanna inspire, you get it doesn't necessarily mean you'll be here to see you to see it actually happen. You get so so for him, I would say I would say with his mentality and the things he stood for, you get so it became like like I would say like it got to the finish line on dying. Because cause his death amplified it. And it became the... Barely. What? Barely. Oh, why'd you say that? Why'd you say barely? He, you said he got to the finish line on dying. Okay. I said he barely made the finish oh, line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, who's, right? who's to decide it's what like, the finish I mean, line is? Because I, I don't know. If the finish line is death, you get? So, so yeah, the, then he just got there. And, and, oh, and, everything, oh and everything he said he wants... Oh my god, oh my god. Because that's the finish line, isn't it? The finish line is death. So, if that's the finish line... Holy shit. The finish line is not what you want to accomplish. The finish line is death. It, it is. Holy now we get it. Shit. And and on getting to the finish Holy line, every single shit. thing that I said you wanted happens. Oh, oh, oh my god, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> that, what? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, wait, how did I not realize that? The finish line is not like what you want to accomplish in this it's life. Death. The finish line is death, and you don't know when that, would, exactly. that is. But then, like you said, so, on passing, every single thing he fought for, his ideologies, and he wanted he wanted to inspire. That was really what the, one one of his main one of his main themes. He wants to inspire. Do you get? 
But then why so, so, did accomplish so it? So why 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 are we always why do we always say ah you could have done more? I think it's from a selfish perspective, right? Yeah, you know, it's from a selfish perspective. Like I said, even for me personally, I was I internalized it as there's still so much more for me to know, to learn from this guy as he continues his journey. Yeah, because like he's he's from phase to phase, right? So it's like he's in he's going to be in a new phase now. Right. So it's like I could learn more from this guy the more he advances. You get what I'm So so yeah, so I would feel like wow, he had so much more. You get to offer from that angle. But then if all he wanted to offer to the world. He's inspired. He has done his job. For me, you're, even for me as a person, he already did his job. He already did his job for me. Did you get? I was just right. looking more and to... So the... Uh, yeah, he already did the job for me. End. Yes. So, and he did he, he did that. To, and, and you could tell that that was real when he passed. Because of the number of people that came out and spoke to his person. Did you get? So like, he already was doing it. He already had it. You get, but you know how it goes now. Like, like you might not know exactly the impact you have till people actually start coming out and start speaking towards it. You get, and usually people don't give you your flowers. You get to you know to you another guy. You get that's when people start giving you flowers. Wait, wait, why? Uh, so I'm I'm trying to understand why it's occurring to me now that the um that the finish like, line is uh, death. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, like, literally speaking, that is the that finish is line. So. But w- when we set goals, that's not how we think. Yeah, we don't. And it's cause yeah, we don't think that we don't visualize. Like, we don't that. set I think the it finish still connects line. back to it, right? Because the more, the more, the more you visualize this, right? And I'm sure he, as a person, not even sure, right? He has echoed it as well. Like, like, as a hunger is is from the idea of you can die at any time, and even from his gang banging history, Jiga, I've heard him echo that before. Like what? When you're gang banging, like you know that you could lose your life going on this operation. <laughs> you keep saying gang banging. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's what it's called now. <laughs> you know there are two definitions. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know there are two definitions of gang banging. Oh shit! <laughs> nah, fam. Nah, fam. We're not doing that. <laughs> Uh, no, nah, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Yo, yo, <laughs> that is funny. But then when I say, I mean, I mean, street culture, like being in the streets okay. and having a gang okay. of guys fighting with other gangs of guys. That's banging. <laughs> gang of guys banging. <laughs> okay. So that's why I mean, for people out there listening, you know, that's a clarification. But then, yeah, like he has echoed that from you no, know, from his background of you no, know, of of gang banging with guys, right? And and it was saying like going for an, going for an operation like that where there'll be there'll be shooting it's like you could lose your life so you, you can tell it's from the ilk of visualizing death you would have to if you're in that kind of lifestyle right, you get? Right, so right, right. so yeah so and I'm sure and I'm sure he, he probably understood the idea of the the marathon ends when you die you get and and again maybe maybe we can see that from his actions like he was deliberate about things he was doing. Do you know what I'm trying to say? He didn't, he didn't fuck around. I heard McMills say something about him one time that they went to Vegas together, right? And he said after they had the meeting they were supposed to have and all, that McMills said he was upstairs with you know, a bunch of girls and stuff in his room. And he said he was wondering where Nip was. And then he said he went, as in he came downstairs and saw Nip at the bar, just sitting down, reading reading something on his phone. And he said he went to meet Nip, like, yo, <laughs> like, what's up? Now, like, come upstairs, no, let's have some fun. <laughs> and he said Nip told him straight out, nah, bro, I'm good. Like that, he just wants to be, and just read. And Mick, Mick said that like like Nip probably had no idea how much that kind of shaped how he looked at him. But he said, was like, all right, bet. And I just went back upstairs. And I said afterwards, I started thinking about like, like yo, like it was okay just being without you no know, having that type of fun or whatever. In that, yeah, it was cool. So you, you can you can feel there's a bit of like it was more it was deliberate about things he was doing. Because if it wasn't deliberate, you know, like, was what was there in having fun that night? It's like, all right. right, right but you can tell right, he deliberately right. said, nah, like, I'm, I'm staying here. So, yeah. And ha- being like that is being awake. You can wait a bit deliberate about stuff. You know, you're you awake. So, right, so yeah, right, man. So, right, you, you right. could see you could see how the ideology and what he, what he stood for and how he thought, how he, how he echoed in his life, in how he moved and things he did. 
So yeah, someone that came from that kind of street culture background, trust me, he, he was thinking about death a lot. <laughs> and I'm sure he was close to death a lot of times yeah. too. He was probably close to death. Because that's one of the things too that it doesn't have to be, I, I have to even get triggered again. It's like, if you, I think if you get, not even think, I've heard 50 Cent to say that. It's like, if you've had an experience that's gotten you very close to death, yeah, near death experience. So it, it, yeah. it changes everything. Like it changes everything. Changes you don't everything. have to manufacture does it haunt yes, you. Yes, you don't even have to manufacture yeah, you don't anything. Have to, you don't death. have to set up any trigger. You don't have to. It's just there. You know. So it's just big thing. Uh, and those guys end up doing a yeah, lot. You get it. They, right? they, they, they go like, hard. So a lot of successful people, they always have very interesting stories. Like, well, when I was 19, I almost died from an accident. And then that's when my life changed around. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of that type of story uh, out there, which is like, which makes sense. It's like, you know, that thing will haunt you and and force you to take action. For real. Because it's in your head. You, it, you know, it almost happened to you. You can actually, you can see yourself going through it, you know, which is... Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think what uh, even brought us uh, here, uh, right, was, uh, was you asking, like, has there been times where not someone close... I'm familiar with you know past and which we've been not talking about talk about Nipsey, right? right? And the second the second um instance I was gonna bring up, Jigger, wasn't even wasn't even um um that passing, right? It was I think I was in three hundred level, right? And I, right. I don't I don't remember exactly what triggered it or what happened. I just I remember that afternoon vividly mentally. Like I, I remember it, right? I visualized that dying. Like when I was in 300 level. So that was probably like 2013, 2014. Did you get? And I think that was my first experience with having death crystallized in my mind. Did you get? Because growing up now, we never had maybe uncles or aunties or something. Did you get? That were close to, that passed, or grandparents that, did you get? That passed. So we're never close to death like that. But for some reason, it's, uh, I, remember, I just remember that afternoon, I visualized it. And it was intense. It was so intense that I cried. I remember crying that afternoon. And I was crying because the idea of it crystallized so much in my head. I felt real. Of that person. So and 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 that was that was that was my first experience with thinking about it. So so well, I didn't take I didn't take any action differently other than just become aware of the fact that I of the fact that, well, these people that I look up to and these people that I know, that I care about so much, you get, they can pass. And it is, it's a reality of life. You get, so that was my first experience with really understanding it's like, yo, this is real. Like, they could pass. And of course, I had an emotional reaction to it, you know, cried and all that. But, but then, but then afterwards, you know, it's like, well, your, your first time, you know, thinking about something will hurt. Next time you think about it, it won't hurt as much. Next time you think about it, it won't hurt as much. So like that. Uh, so yeah, uh, what, what was the initial question? I think I went off a tangent right there. So, what was the initial question that I was trying to use this to answer? No, 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 you did, you didn't. You, because uh, you were trying to answer the question of like, um, the people, like what, what, what are the times you've um, had people? Okay, die okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah, so right. So, and that's that was like your first experience. Yes, with crystallizing. Uh, I guess yes, first, yeah, um, crystallizing. The yeah, idea of death, like yeah, right. mentally, and somebody even have to even die for that to like for that to happen, and for me to feel the and, impact. Right. Do you get? So yeah, man. Do you do you think that made a difference in how you know when it actually happened? How you? No, it didn't. Um, of course it didn't. But then, I would say I would say well, uh, like. Like from that point on, right? The idea was already in my mind. Do you get? So maybe, I, maybe I'm saying it didn't because of probably had the emotional impact of when it when it did happen. But at the same time, it's possible that if I never thought about it before, maybe the impact will have been more. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Right. So because you you were able to bounce back pretty. Yeah, uh, I did. Do you get? And again, that. Right. There were a lot of other factors that were in place, right? That that made that possible because like the year before I was already having conversations with him to get to understand some certain things because I was kinda of anticipating that right. okay, I think we're getting close here. You get so so yeah, yeah. so it, And that made you think a lot Exactly. More more about it yeah, even before right. it did happen. You get what I'm trying to say? So right. so yeah, that kind of prepared me mentally to bounce back. 
you get? But then in the moment, of right. course, like right. um, emotional wreck and all that. Yeah, I mean the the the, the emotional. You still like you know you still drop into that that uh, I guess land of chaos, but you know you can then pick yourself back up because you've uh, mentally. Uh, you know, you've gone through. You've gone through some of the pain. You spread yeah, out the pain across time. Across time, exactly. Right. Exactly. So, so it's more bearable, um, to some to some degree, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, bouncing back wise. Yeah. yeah. Then. And. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like obviously, visualizing that is apparently a good thing. Yeah, it is. I would say um, so. Mm-hmm. So. I say so. So. <laughs> So I guess I guess there's no excuse anymore. Man, there isn't, bro. Um, there isn't. So and it's like it's it's anyway, useful. It's something that's actually useful. Yeah. Well, again. Yeah, coming coming to a logical conclusion is always nice, but now the the emotional work needs to be done so that it can actually become real, right, and feel real. Um, but yeah, man, this this was uh, fantastic. Oof. Yeah, it was, it was, oh, it was. And yeah, man, uh, that's a good point to you know, to end this episode. Like, no, there's benefits to thinking about death and talking about it. Like, you know. so yeah, however, however you want to use that, you can talk to the So yeah, man, this was a good one. Catch you guys. You are now listening to the Realization Podcast. Podcast.